Is dad jokes like jokes you can tell in front of the kids? Like, no, no, that's more family friendly comedy. A dad oh. joke is yeah. like a bad pun. We, what um, do you call the three humped camel? Oh, that's not really. Humphrey? Oh, yeah, no, pregnant. No, that's not a pun. What is the joke, though? What do you call the three humped camel? What? Pregnant. Wee. Yeah. Just got two on the top, one on the bottom. I thought it was Humphrey. Humphrey. Yeah. No. What do you call Humphrey. a camel with no humps? A horse. A horse. Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey. <laughs> See, there you go. A volleyball player spiked my drink. Whee! <laughs> but I didn't dig it. Whoa! Did he buy you another one? <laughs> you know, this is just to check the levels and, and loosen Rodney up. Are we are we recording? Yeah, we're we're talking okay, about Bruce. drinks right? out yeah. the way. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ross. Welcome to the Cranker Comedy <laughs> Podcast. I'm going to do a jingle for you guys, okay? Okay. It's been a while. Um, here we go. It's the Cranker Comedy Podcast. The Cranker Comedy Podcast. The Cranker Comedy Podcast. It's the Cranker Comedy Podcast. The podcast of Cranker Comedy. <laughs> this week with Rodney. Hey, <laughs> Rodney. Thanks um, for having me. Hi, uh, Rodney. Hi, Rod. It's so weird to say your full name. Should we bleep out your last name? If you like, I don't mind. Oh, okay, I probably Rodney. Will. Um, here with, of course, Christopher Warman. Hello, Ross Go and full, Rod. Full names <laughs> and special comments. Wendy Torbert. Hey, Ooh. Wendy. That's Hello. it. Um, Chris, how you going? Good. Yeah. Just uh, back to normal, you know. Well, not really. Are you going to hold the mic the whole episode? Yeah. Wow. Got, the stand doesn't work with it anymore. Uh, uh, listeners, please appreciate the effort that Chris is going to for this week's episode, even though you can't see it. I've done it for the last few, but Ross hasn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put it on a box or something? Yeah, probably, but it's too I late. think I did notice you'd do it. I think there's a box <laughs> right over there that would be it's too high. Side. It's too high. Uh, okay. Wendy, how are you going? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Out of 10? Out of 10, uh, seven. That's pretty good. Seven? Are you an optimistic person? I, I'd say so, yeah. Um, so I should say, um, Introduce Rod a little bit. Yeah, who is he? So who who is he? Who is he? Um, Rod, he he's not a comedian per se, though you are a funny guy. Well, thanks. You you he is the regular technician um, at Cranker Comedy, um, but on top of that, you've you've teched a bunch of you know other shows for me over the years as well. Like we did a variety show together, theatre shows. You've probably seen me perform comedy more than like anyone else. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Really? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. So, and you still, you know, hanging out with me. So that means I haven't like totally put you off. I think that when you do something that's not cool, you nip it in the bud quickly and you, you've got good taste as far as what material you keep, so it's not hard for me. Oh, that's nice. And sometimes, uh, yeah, Rod would, like, give me advice, which is good, not like sometimes I'd ask you for advice and you'd be like, yeah, try that, or maybe sometimes I haven't done a bit in a while and you'd be like, oh, man, maybe whip out the, the Moonlight Sonata bit or something. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that in, like, a year. <laughs> and, yeah, so that you'd sometimes steer me in the right direction or, like, remind me of a bit, which is, um, you know, that's nice to have that, you know? Yeah, I have good memories of seeing your comedy amongst everyone else's. Yeah, man. Yeah. You obviously know Wendy a lot as well, mixing yeah. her, doing, uh, you know, musical comedy mainly. 
Wendy and yeah, I was just thinking you also would have seen a lot of comedians like progress over the years. True, and I've seen some people go really well and then disappear. So <laughs> you know, I, I wonder do they go somewhere else and continue their comedy, or they just give it up? I, I don't know. Maybe they were goes. just magicians the whole time. Well, well, yeah. Possibly, but yeah, disappeared. I was going on a disappear oh, thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Any memorable performances from Cranker or like even Lonely Soul, the variety show? Is any anything like stand out to you as like a wicked show or a wicked performance? You actually did get up and do stand up at the variety show. I remember that you were like, you were like, yeah, give me a go, and you did okay. I think you know you didn't you didn't bomb bomb. You like you got some laughs. Well, I'm glad I got a couple of laughs. I'm when I look back at what I did. Yeah. And how I prepared for it, you know, being able to read the room and and be a little bit sort of off the cuff can help. I think it's an interesting point that Rod makes as well, like how you prepare and how it actually transpires, like can be very, very different and sort of uh, being aware of that and maybe trying to be consistent in your preparation to allow for that is uh, I think what probably more professional comedians do unless they're the kind of comedian that can just, you know, roll with it, you know, like go into a room and just adapt Um do you remember, Chris, jump in whenever you want, but, like... Um, I feel like you guys are just having a really in-depth conversation. <laughs> Should we leave the room? I'm just like... Yeah, feel free to chime in. I, I'm more just... Uh, I want to know, Rod, do you remember what it was like performing, like the feeling that you had? Because I, just before you answered, we had this other guy do stand-up and, like, he'd never done stand-up before. And I won't say who it is, but but he goes, oh, it felt really hostile up there. Like, it felt really hostile because, like, everyone's looking at you and judging you and like oh make me laugh kind of thing and i just go to him welcome to stand up dude like that's just a normal feeling kind of with stand up and it's how you handle that and you can actually turn that around and make it a really friendly and welcoming and nice and environment too but yeah generally it is going to be especially off the bat it might be a bit hostile oh i felt similar to that i wouldn't say it was hostile but i think it was like overwhelming the expectation to deliver or perform or when I look at how I used to play music you know that was a lot easier for me because I I used to busk with my guitar all around the world and I made quite a lot of money playing other people's songs of course but because I knew what to play and I knew how to play it quite well it was easy but when I did comedy that was overwhelming that was like I was a fish flapping around on the concrete with not much water. <laughs> That's kind of how it felt. Like. I find busking more overwhelming than comedy. But that's wow. also probably because I'm not very good <laughs> at music. So this brings up an interesting topic choice, like um just to sort of philosophize a little bit. I've um Matt um who is Banana Man, who's done the show a few times, he does busking as well. And he's and he was saying that he thinks stand up in its purest form is probably the hardest of all artistic mediums, which he might be right, right? But as a non-musician, I reckon busking is pretty damn hard because, like, when you're doing a performance inside, stand up even, 
there's a social contract that you enter that people are like, okay, I'm here for a show. I'm going to at least listen to the performer, you know. But when, when you're out on the street, people are doing their, going about their daily tasks, you know, and for them then to stop that, listen, and then want to reward you. And, and then, you know, it's it's grittier. I reckon it's harder. I don't know. What do you guys think? What, what do you, those of you that have done it both, like. I guess comedy itself can be done in a busking sort of situation. I've seen this guy and he called himself um, Ross Vegas was his, like, <laughs> stage name. Oh, oh, I'm going to consider a switch here, Bruce. And, and I saw he was in Fremantle and I think he lived there and he had this trick where he used he stacked up, like, three chairs and a stool and he did a one-handed handstand on top of them all at the end and it was quite remarkable the actual thing but it only took him about three minutes to do the whole put all the chairs together and stand up there and do it but he spent about half an hour getting to that yeah and most of what he did was like a a comedy routine basically which i thought was quite commendable and he even had this one section where he had like that madonna mic and during his set a seagull came like right in between the crowd and him and he quickly picked up the receiver like it was a remote control thing and did it like looking at the seagull like he was remote controlling the seagull and that was like one of the funniest things that I've seen and because it was at Fremantle I imagine he gets the opportunity to do that once every show at least but I've never been exposed to that before and I thought it was a amazing piece of ad lib to squeeze into your show like yeah 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 you know as long as it's funny it's comedy well is this and, comedy yeah <laughs> <laughs> this isn't necessarily comedy but we're just so someone at cranker said a thing <laughs> last year which was an inch i thought rod might be good to discuss this with as well they drew a distinction between comedy and humor okay humor he defined as something that's more timelessly funny so something that is just funny always that doesn't necessarily depend on location or time. Like okay. farting or something. Your toe. Yeah, something that's, yeah, like it could be slapsticky kind of humour. It could be a joke that, that isn't very specific, whereas he was saying that comedy is kind of more like topical stuff. So you, my favourite one is planking and everyone was making jokes about planking and then all of a sudden, six months' time, planking isn't a thing anymore. Or this corona business, everyone making corona jokes. Oh, hang on a minute, we've got corona for years. <laughs> um, but you get what I mean, right? So that's the difference. Now, you might have something that crosses over into both categories, but you also might have something that's that's distinct. So... What do you guys think about that? Because like, as as a performer and even going to Edinburgh and performing, I try to strip away my kind of Australianisms and make my comedy broader so it appealed in Australia and people in Europe. So it didn't matter. And that, the, the little things that got um, that they didn't get were like we call um, a short black. They're like, they're like, what's a short black? I'm like, it's an espresso. So like they didn't call it a short black. Could you guys have well, any thoughts on that? That's like... It's not just the same across countries. It's the same across what sort of audience you get. The comedy is knowing what humour to use, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Every crowd's different. What would be your superpower if you could choose, Wendy? Oh. Rodney, do you have a superpower? No. 
We'd better fucking choose yeah, one. Yeah, you could choose yeah, one that, now. That's obviously. what I meant. Oh. It'd be nice to be able to mind read, I think. Mind read? Yeah. What about like a superpower can be like the ability to go into the future, right? I think that'd be pretty that's valuable. That's a pretty good one. Time travel would be awesome. Predict the future, I think you're but, saying. But like, even if it's only up to like five only minutes ahead. if you could ahead, change it though. I was thinking I'd just find out the lotto numbers. Oh, okay. So you only go a little bit further. Yeah. Wendy's won the lottery <laughs> so why seven why times isn't your in the So why is just having money? <laughs> Pardon? Why isn't your superpower just having heaps of money? Oh, yeah, but I feel like that would like ruin the economy if I could just like print print money out of my hands or just something. You. And you did it sparingly. Mm. All right, Rodney, you can mind read. Okay, mm-hmm. but you die at the age of 60. Take, take it or leave it. I'd probably take it because, you know, most of the men in my family died before they were 50, so oh, wow. getting to 60 is cool. And, Wendy, you can see into the future, but, yeah, you die at 50. <laughs> <laughs> getting heavy I'm here. I'm going to say maybe, but I want to test run first sure. so I can look into the future and just check how I'm going when I'm 50. Oh, okay, I get you. Chris, you have um, oh. luscious hair okay, once yeah. again, but you die at 50. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have the loveliest hair ever. Yeah. Like people just... They really like they it. They like it, you know, people... Make um, your feet fall off. Straight <laughs> 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 away. Stop. <laughs> At 50 or straight away? Oh, straight away. As soon as you get the luscious hair. Hey, there's prosthetic. All right. <laughs> yeah, fine, right. Okay. You're taking sure. it. Yeah. Really? Could hair is more important than feet to this man. I don't think you should do that, Chris. <laughs> Why not? Oh. Well, I mean, if you don't have feet, I'm going to have to do all the work. Mm. Yes, please. <laughs> um, but I that reminds to... me, though, you used to cut to Rodney during shows sometimes, didn't you? <laughs> yes. In fact, I was going to. So, like, we used to do this segment uh, in the in the variety shows. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom with Rodney. Rodney at the tech desk. Hi, Rod. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> do you have a word of wisdom for our listeners and for us today, tonight? Well, I guess tonight's word of wisdom would have to be work on your delivery because that's probably all you've got. <laughs> wow. That was a bleak word of wisdom from and your mom and your dad. <laughs> Nobody loves you. <laughs> Work on your delivery, kids. <laughs> you want to be a or postman? Dad. Well, dad. I think it goes what? for everything, not just comedy, you know, how you come across. You know, that's, yeah. Should we go to a different segment, Bruce? Yes. So we do the games? Huh? Oh, I thought we could go Curry Corner first. Oh, Curry Corner! <laughs> now I want curry. Curry, 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 curry corner. Welcome to Curry Corner. What is Curry Corner? Wow. Well, right, it basically just involves you sharing your favourite curry if you have a special curry order. Oh. Because people want to know, you know. Best curry you've ever had. There's this little place in Doncaster in England, I believe, and it's just across the road from the pub and they're not allowed to, well, they don't serve alcohol in the curry place, but you can bring beers from the pub yeah. to yeah. the curry. And well, I next don't door. Mean, Is it like yeah, next door? Yeah, and yeah. I don't mean takeaway beers. I mean pints that yes. they pour. You yeah. take it out, like, yeah. to the curry place. Classic. And, yeah, that was really good curry in there. Yeah. Do you remember what the curry was? Oh, they had, like, this platter that had loads of different stuff. It had a Rogan Josh and a, they had the Vindaloo because they were crazy on hurting themselves or something, I don't know. And uh, and um, 
the tikka masala. I believe that England's national dish went from fish and chips to chicken tikka masala, like not too long ago. Yes, well, I'm aware of this. Go yeah. Away. So yeah. the thing that struck me the most was the pickles. They had the good pickle there, and like three or four different types. And yum, I like the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote. I like the pickle there, Bruce. Um, Do you like the pickle, Wendy? I love I love a good mango pickle. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we also ask our guests if they um, engage with a a game, video game, board game. Do you have a favourite game? Because I often see you there. Playing a game on your oh, phone. Oh, your phone. Yeah. Yeah. The phone thing, I dare say, the longest game or the longest I've ever played any one particular game on a phone. I'm up to 359 days today. Normally, I get sick of a game and just delete it or whatever. But it, And it's called Be the King. I mean, it, it sounds... Who the king? Yeah. Be the king. the king. Well, I'm not actually the king at the moment. I'm not even the prince. I'm just some, like, uh, dude in... Squire. Yeah. Well, Are you, like, a footman? But it took you, like, nearly a year. Well, it takes quite a while to rank up, and and <laughs> you, the way it works is, I don't know, I guess without going into much detail, you need to have a whole army and... And a whole load of wives, the way they do it. And, oh. yeah, you, you... How many wives do you have? I think I'm up to 29 right oh. now. That sounds Yikes. way better than real life. Uh, yeah, I guess. They're quite expensive. Yeah, that's a lot of curry. Wives are yeah, expensive. That's a lot of curry. <laughs> well, they, they all want, you know, to be educated. They all want to... <laughs> oh, God. These, these women wives. wanting to be educated. And they all want to... Well... But they all, I think they know their place too as they, well, which, yeah. which means that they they understand that there's lots of them and that's the whole point. Yeah. But well, I think good. it's because wow. you're very influential that they just want to be, you know, near you to begin with. Yeah, can you much be the queen? Than real life. <laughs> Do they have the option to be the queen at the start? I think you can be the queen or the king. Like okay, at, cool. the, Over Christmas they were giving away a, a skin, as they call it, and it was of uh, of a girl, like a queen, as you say. And yeah, I I placed in the top ten of the individual like um, game sort of what do they call challenge at the time. And I got the skin, so you can my, be the queen. My king is actually a queen, so to speak. Great, ah. with twenty nine wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. Um, yes. Lots of comments there, but um, <laughs> you work towards it. All right, we're in the home. We're in the home stretch here of this podcast. We're kneeling the end here with Rodney. Um, so guys, do we have any final thoughts uh, on <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Just laughing. All right, fair just enough. Just laughing at you. He's held the thing all episode, guys. My arms getting and he's tired. Barely said anything as well. <laughs> he was not even worth it. I know. Should have put Sh- it down. Surely you could. Clamp it in somehow. Oh, well. Rodney? Yes? Do you have a final thought? Uh, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I, I, I want to extend to you, you, you've been a big part of the show, not ne- not on the stage, but, you know, you're there, man. You're very helpful, very accommodating to the artists. A lot of the artists know you as well. And I wouldn't be able to run the shows without you. So just thank you for being there. Thank you for your positive energy and support. And, uh, 
Yeah, man. Love love having you involved. Well, I love being involved. So thank you for the opportunity and you're welcome for all of the above. Oh, you uh, guys. <laughs> it's, you know, I see Rod like once a week for like, and sometimes more for like years, you know, and Rod's very calm and oh, cool. um you need your tech to be like, nah, man, it's okay, it's all good. And some of the, and you have to be adaptive too. So your your role is not it's not easy. I Don't can't remember a time nah. we've ever. Nah. I can't remember yeah ever being angry. Nah. I just remember yeah one time maybe you were like, oh sorry about last week, man. I had like some stuff going on, and I'm like, <laughs> oh well, man, doesn't matter now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the like the the peak. You know? Yeah. I remember one time you lost your keys. You remember when you lost oh, your keys yeah, and you were trying to find was... your keys for, like, ages? Yeah, because yeah. it actually came in half, one of those, like, you know, immobiliser key things that they have for Astra's, and it came in half, and half of it was down my seat and the other half was in my pocket, and it just, yeah, that messed me up. Yeah, you don't want to lose your keys. Christopher, Hello. final thoughts? Oh, that was final uh, thoughts. Long live crack comedy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh should say thank you to all our regular listeners. I know that there's a there's a bunch of you out there who tell me they're like, "Hey man, I really like the podcast." So thanks for listening. <laughs> um, you can donate to us. We try and run this like a donation, like the show. So there's a PayPal link. Yeah, you can rate us on Podchaser out of five and leave a review. That's fun. That's a new thing. So do oh, that. Jason. Chris or wants to see iTunes. I want a rating on iTunes. Chris wants the five stars, guys. So go stars. on, do it. Um, yeah, and we're available on a bunch of different uh, platforms. Yeah, yeah. Um, Apple, Google, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, nah, that's... No. Nah. All right, I think that's about it. Um, Rodney, Wendy, Chris, I'll thank you. Well, thank you. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you right? You got a fly there? A mosquito. Oh, dear. We waffled a bit at the end there, but I, I reckon that, that was about an hour. Mm-hmm.